Hello, good sir. Yo, what is up, man? What is up? Not much. Just uh, finished up a nice little walkie walk outside. It's a beautiful day. Uh, it is a beautiful day. I enjoy our little our little walks. You know, every every hour or so at the office. It's a yeah, man. Good good quality conversations. Yeah, it's uh, there's a couple things happening. I've uh, it, it's pretty fascinating. And it kind of will go into some of the things we're talking about, but um, I've been watching the Live to a Hundred, and yeah. uh, it's really good. And I've been watching it with my kids, and I didn't think they'd be into it at all. And, and they like yesterday, Noah asked for it. He's my seven year old, and I was like, oh, "You want to watch that one, dude?" And well, the things that stick out same. to him, like he was wanting to watch it's it. Funny, too. but in Sardinia, one of the things they talk about is these these men are walking. Well, they're shepherds, right? So there's a lot of walking. There's a lot of of uh dudes talking to each other uh hanging out and i say dudes it's it's all of them uh but the unique thing about sardinia is that like in america i guess there's for every one dude centenarian there's five women in in this country mm. and over there in that blue zone it's a one-to-one ratio which is like i think the only place in the world that that's that's actually a fact is a one-to-one ratio of man to woman centenarian. So anyhow, all that being said, I do enjoy the walks as well. I think there's uh, you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting how it's related to the topic we're going to talk about, which is um, you know, something that struck me today when I was at the gym uh, also from live to hundred, they were talking about uh, a, a big indicator of longevity is, is lower body strength. Right. Mm, yep. So I was in the gym today thinking about that. I was doing, uh, it was legs day. I'm also uh, fasting. We do a Wednesday fast with a couple guys in the kinetic man. And um, it, it struck me, it started before I got to the gym and I was, uh, I was at the stoplight over here off of whatever, got off 470 and this, I noticed this car in front of me and this woman is, was driving and she's, she's in front at the stoplight. And the the light turns green, but her light, our light, the turn lane does not turn green, but she hits the gas. She's not paying attention. She hits the gas. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she stops. She puts the car in reverse. She backs up. Right. And then in the short amount of time that the light was still red before it went green, she must've looked back at her phone is my, my strong assumption. And she got distracted again. And then when the light turned green, she didn't go. <laughs> And I was just like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, I'm fascinated by this person. And and she just happened to pull in the gym in front of me. And and so we went into the gym and she she just like she couldn't from the car to the to the gym. She couldn't look up from her phone. Thank God she didn't get run over in the parking lot. And then in the gym, she could not put her phone down. And it just got my mind going, right? It got my mind going with like um, you know, just self-gratification and, and this world we live in that is very much about us and, to, you know, it doesn't matter who's behind you in the car, doesn't matter who's in front of you uh, in the parking lot. And even, but it's not even just the inconvenience that you cause other people. I, it really hit me that and I started looking around the gym and a lot of people couldn't get through a set of self-care, which should be self-care. They couldn't get to it through a set without being highly distracted and, and, and sucked into, um, into whatever it is that they were sucked into. And it was it just like, it just like, it was, it was kind of disturbing, right? I was, I was, as I was thinking about, it, I was like, man, the state that we're currently in where we're so wrapped up 
and we're so focused on self and there's very little delayed gratification to include your phone, right? To include yeah. responding to a text, to include uh, liking a post, to include whatever is on your feed, whatever your feed is. There's so much immediate gratification that things like, and then today I'm more a little more sensitive to it because I'm, I'm fasting today. And it just hit me like these fasts are truly, truly important. And, and we just, we're, we're in the shadows of, uh, of, uh, you know, black Friday and cyber Monday and, and they're, they're built these two holidays, (laughs) effective de facto holidays are built around just the, the idea of, of, of these fire sales of like, let's get this, you get this going out, consume, 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 consume. And most of us, yeah, it was a great opportunity. My wife got a bunch of Christmas shopping done for the kids, but it's also most of us, if we're honest, are sitting there looking at, uh, at ads and sales and all these different things on our phone uh, to gratify ourselves and our flesh and, and, and our desires and, and our consumption. And it's just as a, it's, it was just kind of fascinating, right? It just was fascinating to me how all these things kind of converge and and it culminated in the gym for me into a, like, I don't even take my phone in the gym anymore at all. I don't listen to music. My phone's not in the gym. And, and I, I just was looking around. I'm like, man, a lot of these people can't even love themselves in this moment without being distracted and, and completely sidetracked. It just was pretty fascinating to me. Yeah. That's super interesting, man. Um, there's a, uh, I've kind of been on this health journey myself and I've been listening to a lot of health podcasts. Um, one of the guys I've listened to a lot, who's really focused on longevity, life longevity is Peter Atia. Um, and he wrote a book called outlive. Um, and I've been talking about that, uh, all of his, uh, content with uh, my performance coach, Alex Racy. And, um, one of his podcasts he was talking about is like the the top things to do to, you know, to live longer. Right. And do you know that one of the, um, the top, uh, ways that people die are, uh, especially here in America, it's, uh, it's car wrecks. And do you know why, uh, they die from car wrecks? Because they're on their phones because they're distracted. It's not like, I mean, you know, so, you know, cancer, uh, diabetes, cardiovascular disease, like those are, those are up there, right? Those are all like health issues, uh, specifically in America. But, uh, one of the top ones is, is car crashes because you're on your phone all the time. Cause you're distracted because you're just seeking gratification, instant gratification all the time. And, uh, that was like really, really interesting to me. And, um, I mean, I've, I've actually been subject to that. I've, I've, I'll, I'll admit, like I've looked at my phone and seen a green light and, um, or, you know, see the green light in the main lane, but not the turn lane and started, to, started to go and then stopped. And, um, it's, it's a real thing, man. It's a real thing that, uh, is hard to stop unless you're really intentional about it and purposeful. Um, you know, it's, we're reading this book right now, the common rule by Justin Whitmill early, and uh, on Monday's episode, we talked about, um, you know, some challenges to reduce loneliness. And and from this book, from the uh, Surgeon General's report, you know, one of, the, one of the things it says to do is to get off of the phone, right? To like turn your phone off, put it away. 
Um, be be present with with those that you love. Like if you're in a conversation with someone, put the phone away and like talk to them, like face to face, eye to eye. If if you're having dinner with your children and your and your spouse, like put the phone away and have a conversation around the dinner table, and not be so uh, distracted by you know this device. And I don't think that you know there's there's some great things with having you know, a little computer in your hand. Like there's a lot of things that we do for our businesses and communication. That's, it's amazing for, uh, for, you know, the world that we live in right now, but it can also be a huge, huge distraction, uh, to some, you know, relationships and health and, you know, a lot of stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean, we gotta, we gotta focus, uh, on delayed gratification a lot more these days. Yeah. And, and I, I don't want to appear, you know, we, we, we kind of harp on the cell phone on a number of different ways, but yeah. what, this is what I found interesting. A lot, most of the books that we're reading is fascinating to me. Most of the books we're reading uh, about relationship and about uh, all, all these different things, right? The, I think we talked about this the other day, you know, just you and I not recorded, but, but I was like, dude, I think all these books, literally all of them, if you summed them up, and and you took like the biggest action, the biggest focal point, it's a cell phone. Like it is. And, and it's, I, I just don't think we're honest and, and even think about it, right? Like even think about how you react when somebody calls you out with cell phone usage, very rare is the person that handles that with grace and is like, it is not defensive immediately. And, and I'm seeing it now. And, and here's the thing, dude, it, you might as well call it what it, it, it's, it's almost like, Nobody was was hating on people for calling out, you know, cigarettes, and when they started seeing the the detrimental effect, you know, the detrimental impacts of tobacco and and the advertising to kids and how cool they were and the Marlboro Man, all this kind of stuff. Yeah, no, nobody was like harping on it. And this, we even saw, we did that uh, that webinar and the and some of the data that came out that loneliness is more dangerous than fifteen cigarettes a day. Loneliness is more detrimental to your health than 15 cigarettes a day. It's bonkers. And loneliness, again, in most of these books and these studies that we're reading, a big part of the loneliness, uh, like probably the biggest part of loneliness is the cell phone because it creates this false sense of connection and, and friendship and all, you know, all the things that we truly desire. It, 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 it nefariously creates even through dopamine hits and you get some aspects of relational um relational uh, chemicals released but it's not the real thing right and so it's just fascinating to me that we are are so we're willing to put our heads in the sand so deep to just not to just not acknowledge right and, and i'll admit too like on, on black friday like i was i i didn't track it but i imagine i spent way more time you know, quote unquote shopping, an activity that I absolutely love to do. I do not love to shop, but, <laughs> but I spent a lot of time like, Oh, what's, what's the deal? What deal can I get? What deal can I get? You know what I mean? And so it just, I, I just would encourage folks to fast, to fast. And, and I would encourage you to rip the bandaid off and do it. Like, like do a legit fast, like feel what it feels like to be hungry, feel what it feels like to no kidding in a very visceral way. Like, I, you know, I think the whole, I think fasting from devices is 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 legit, like because it's such a it's such a stronghold. But a lot of people are like, "Oh, I'm gonna fast from some sugar, and I'm gonna fast from." And, and I'm not trying to hate on like your level of fasting. I'm not saying that. But what but what I'm suggesting is 
just go all in, go two feet in and, and do something that is very visceral, like a cell phone, something that's even painful. Hunger pangs are not pleasant, but it, it, if you do it with intentionality, every time one comes on, you can be like, you can do, if you're a person of faith, you can be like, okay, I felt that I'm going to pray. Like, I want to pray. I want to be intentional with my prayer. Or one comes on and you 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 are conscious of something. You, you choose beforehand, um, you know, what you're going to do in that moment. And and I'll tell you, there's there's benefits that are scientific as well, right, in, in fasting. But it also allows you to feel some uh, delayed gratification. Like it helps you to to be able to be to be hungry for something, right? And not to just shove food in your face, which is so ready, ready available. Well, it also it can open your mind to what else is the food that I'm shoving in my face? What are the immediate things that I go to? Where are the what are my sources of comfort? You know, am I eating ice cream because not because I love ice cream, but I just need comfort and food is now a comfort. Well, that that's now an addiction. Like it can open your mind to recognizing some areas of your life that that really you would want to change that are beneficial to you. And so I'd encourage everybody to, to do a fast, right? And, and you can start simple. You can start. So there's a billion ways to do it. But the point is do something that enables you to be um, present. It enables you to feel a little bit of, of uh, deprivation. You know, if you want to call it that, it allows you to have a sense of what it feels like to be in want of something. And then to be in control of that want and then to, to, to do something very intentional with that want. Right. And then there's also a celebration of breaking a fast. Like there, there's a, there's a beautiful thing that you can do. If you do it in a group, you can have a dinner together. You could come together in community. The book talks about that come together in community and break your fast. And uh, there's so many things that you could do that are just beneficial. And I would just encourage everybody, encourage everybody to do it because our society, especially us right in the West, especially Americans, dude, we don't fast from anything, bro. We don't, yeah. we are a instant gratification, uh, obese, obese in life culture, right? Like we are just, that's just how we are. And, and to, to kind of fight some of that, to kind of, you know, step, stand up against it. It's a beautiful thing. And I think it could really benefit. It could really benefit all of us. Yeah, for sure, man. Here, here's just a, you know, we've kind of hit on a few, but just a few ideas on, on like what, what types of fasts you could do. Um, you know, obviously we've talked about cell phones a lot. So you know, what would it look like to do a 24 hour fast from your cell phone or a 24 hour fast from all electronics? Like just do a, a digital detox for an entire day, add that into like a Sunday and do a full Sabbath. Um, it's, it's awesome. Like I, I actually, I've done it quite a few times now and, and I kind of crave it. Um, fasting for food, right? You, you talked about that, uh, 24 hours of, of no food. Um, I've done not as even close to as many as you have. Uh, you're pretty good about it. I'm pretty bad about it. Um, but a uh, few times I've done it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not fun. It's not, it's not comfortable, um, but it, it uh, really helps you with your mindset. And, uh, you know, another thing that it does is, is uh, forces you to be grateful for, for what you have, you know? Um, here's another one. Calendar. What if you did just a, a calendar fast for, you know, like don't schedule anything kind of back to the the Sabbath, you know, so like a, a weekend Sabbath. What if you just didn't put anything on the calendar one day and you just like hung out, sat at the house or like went on walks, like just rest, like true rest. What would that look like for you? 
Um, I don't know. Can you think of any others that, uh, that people could fast from, you know, obviously there's like the sugar fast and, um, carb fast and some other things kind of involved around food, but, um, Anything else? I mean, it should be something that is a challenge to you, right? Yeah, uh, we for sure. had uh, we talked to somebody yesterday. He fasted from alcohol, and yeah. and he was, and that was a huge part of his life, right? And so it was, uh, it was something very, again, very visceral for him. Um, but but pick that thing that's going to be like the 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 best fast is the thing that's going to be the most quote unquote painful, and, and and the reason why the most painful is the most rewarding is because you also come out of that like, wow that's, I have a sense of accomplishment that, 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 that was kind of sucky. Like it, yeah, it kind of sucks not to eat for, you know, 36 hours. I mean, but, but there are people that, that don't do it for much longer. Right. And I'll, I'll honestly, I want to go on that journey of doing like multi-day fast. I mean, we've done, Eric and I have done a number of two day fasts, but it's also interesting because the second day is easier and the benefits are, are magnified. Right. And so like, there's just, there's so many things that we can do. Um, just pick that thing that you're, you know, that you're potentially addicted to and do a fast from that. If you know, you have a habit, you know what your habits are. If you are, are, are in some kind of addiction, fast from that thing and, and don't like, don't get overwhelmed too. Like with the device, you know, turn your device off for an hour a day or two hours a day, like start like that. You know, I mean, there's, there's ways to start, but just make it, make it meaningful is all it really boils down to. Love it, dude. Yeah, buddy. Um, go take action. Be better. Be uncommon. Giddy up. Giddy up. Be uncomfortable. Don't be afraid of. Don't be afraid of discomfort. Don't be a yeah. sissy pants. Suck don't it be up. A sissy pants. Suck it up, Buttercup. Suck it up, Buttercup. Bye now. <laughs>